Welcome everyone to the Cinema Sit Down Podcast. I'm Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Daniel. You literally said I'm Jerry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, I said I'm Daniel, so... Clearly, I was making a joke. Oh my god, I, I literally thought you were serious. Oh my god. I'm poor. Do you want to do it one more time? No, let's, <laughs> oh, right, we're doing that, but yeah. No, no, well, let's just keep rolling. Mess it up, anyway. Hello everyone. What up? How are you? Wait, are, are we actually going with it? Yeah, we're going. Yeah. All right, fine. It's it's all happening. Oh, all right, do you well, not want to? Now. No, yeah, we can. I can leave. <laughs> the door shuts. The door shuts. It's just oh. a low broom. All right, why are we here today? Oh. What are we why doing? are we here today, Daniel? It's my choice. It's my turn this week. We're revenge. doing revenge. That's why we're here. Reve- would, that's we're just going to discuss some revenge. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We are today discussing the 2014 sleeper hit. I think it's fair to say that. Yeah. I think so, yeah. John Wick. Woo woo. John. He doesn't have a middle name. Wick. <laughs> it's actually not even his name. No. No, his name's John Tony. Or Baba Yaga, however you want to Well, that's nickname, it. isn't it? Yep. Mm. Bit like what I call Jerry. What? The Boogeyman? Yeah. I don't know. If I had a pick of all of those names, I'd go by Baba. And by that sure. scary? I go by Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> I go by Yaga. You don't want to wake him up. No, not in the morning. Nope. No. All right, anytime. I don't think he's a night owl. Maybe no. he is a night owl, actually. Depends. I guess that's I'm, how the no, thing would work, right? My wife would say I'm not a night owl. Not at all. But I can be. Hmm. Me? You are a morning animal. I like, yeah. I you are a morning. You're done yeah. by like two o'clock. <laughs> what do you mean? That you just, yeah, I look at you and you're like, you should be asleep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just, I just look at you and you look like you he's, need to he's sleep. He's doing one of these. You know, it's just, it's very true. Especially I, on Saturdays. Ugh, kill me. Kill yeah, me. when I'm there. I'm such a morning a. guy. I'm so not a morning person, but, you know, mm. we make it work. I do. I'm really awake at that time, though. Mm-hmm. So. You've gotten conditioned to it. Much yeah. like John Wick. John Wick. John Wick. Yeah. See, full circle. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. So, John Wick. A retired grieving newly widowed man is the victim of a home blur- burglary that results in the loss of his car and his dog. He decides it's time to come out of retirement for revenge. Turns out, he's the boogeyman. John Wick came out in 2014, directed by Chad... Oh, I'm sorry about this last name. Stahelinski. Stahelski. Stahelski. I was close. And David Leach. David Leach. Leach. uh, Written by Derek Kolstad. Okay. And it stars a whole slew of just action movie stores. Yeah. I mean, it's. Lo- I mean, you could it's literally loaded. put any action star in this movie, and it would. There were a lot that went up for the role, actually. Yeah, a lot uh, that didn't get it. Well, um, I don't want I to get that. sidetracked right at the beginning, but at no. the end, let's circle back because I want to know who else tried out to be John Wick. Me too. That's actually super interesting. We will have I, that ready for you. I yeah. can't awesome. imagine anyone but Keanu Reeves. No, I can't now, and it's it. This harks back to a lot of the movies where you, you're watching it and you're like, oh, I had no idea he was going up for it, and but I can't see anyone else doing that role. Yeah. Yes. This is one of those. Absolutely. I think it wouldn't have worked. It could, well, okay. Sure, it would have worked, but I can't see anyone else doing that. Not I now. I can't now. Not now, anyway. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Um, he's just too too much perfection. Are we ready to get into it? Yeah, let's get yeah, let's this film it. rolling. Woo-hoo. All right. Um, well, we begin on a bit of a downer. He's... Uh, on the ground. Well, he crashes, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Comes to a slow moving like crash. A very slow, yep. It's a slow crash. It's a slow mm-hmm. crash. Um, he's Not injured. Violent. He no. uh, looks to be fatally injured, which I think is a good kind of 
foreshadowing for the whole movie. You don't really know what if he's going to die or yeah. not, but it kind of looks like he does. You know that's the end. It you know that's like the end for sure. Consciousness. He's yep. It gave a really good fake out too because um, when we get into like the next scenes and kind of going over his wife's story, based on just the opening scene and when he kind of he like stumbles out of the car, walks over kind of falls and then he starts watching this video of his wife and my first immediate thought because i've watched enough action movies Mm -hmm. is like oh someone killed his wife yeah (laughs) and that's all i kept thinking off with that i I was actually quite the opposite when i first saw this what was your thought about it then not not this time i've seen this movie but i know what was your first thought my my initial thought of that was him like watching a video of his wife and like being like, oh, this is the last thing I'm going to remember because oh, those are the well, type of things yes. I see in like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In like uh, but what did you Saving think of- Private Ryan where they're looking at the pictures of their loved ones who are yes. still alive. Yes. So and I'm thinking like, he's like, this is my last thought. I'm going to die watching gotcha. the video. So you didn't think the wife was already perished? I didn't know at, at that first scene. But okay. Then- I was with P on yeah. that one. I think when I saw it, I was just like, oh yeah, she died. Like this oh, is, okay. he's out for blood. I think I had a misunderstanding about this movie and I really thought it was kind of going to be like taken, but with Keanu Reeves. And oh. so, yeah, I was kind of like assuming oh, okay. like family was going to be mixed up in it. And that's so not the Kidnapped movie I got, the thank God. Okay. Um, like nothing wrong with Taken, nothing against Liam Neeson. I he's, love Taken. He's the GOAT. But um, I'm glad it did. It turned out not to be yeah, really anything yeah. like that movie whatsoever. Portia actually saw the movie before I did and then showed me the movie. So Yeah, I came home and I was like, oh my God, we have to watch this right mm-hmm. now. I have an interesting fact, which I think I'm going to bring up right now. So I'm going to circle back to my friend Edwin from Aldi. And in 2019, which is when I first watched it, which I think is two years after it came out. No, oh. five no, years. Five years, yeah. Wait, did I the watch first it time I saw it too? I was it was in like 2018 or 2019. Okay, maybe I didn't watch I it that. F- maybe I didn't watch it that late. But I text Edwin because he was in New York, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, John Wick!" And he didn't get the reference because he'd never seen it. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, so the I beginning takes maybe... place in uh, Jersey. True. Yeah. Um, I'm more referring to, uh, well, where someone meets their end. Yes. By the Continental. Yes. Which we'll get where into. Main, but anyway. The main is. The yeah. Main anyway. Is yeah. Um, yeah. So he's gotten out of the car. He could be dead. And then we get this flashback of uh, him and his wife. And the background has got this like heartbeat monitor playing, which kind of yeah. slowly decreases and gets... Less beepy. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Sad. It's yeah. it's um I think without any dialogue, they do an excellent job of conveying what's happening in the scene, which is essentially that his wife has had some type of terminal illness. Mm-hmm. Um she's in the hospital and it's he, they're about to pull the plug. And like without having to have all that dialogue or like that you know, there's always that like scene with the doctor where they're like I'm sorry. We did all we could. We did all we could. Yeah. And they like skipped all of that and they but did. gave us all the emotions just like minus the dialogue and I yeah. appreciated that. Very good. It's almost got that kind of quintessential like action movie beginning but it it somehow feels different. Like I know with this series which it now is that they've they have kind of like redefined the action movie in Hollywood and what you can do as an actor and how much you can come across on screen and how much you can kind of convey the audience that you're actually doing yeah you're actually the person that you're watching and not just like cut to a stuntman and show the back of your head and stuff and And it's like really good blocking because like this the camera never moves it's just like that's why i like it like him his his wife 
um, and like the monitor behind them. So yeah. it's like very simple and low key. I kind of I really appreciated that. And they kind of just fast forward, like straight kind of through the they do, uh, yeah. his wife's passing. Yep. They go straight to the funeral is yep. where we actually see one of the next co-stars of... That's true. Willem Dafoe? Yep. yep. Willem Dafoe! Dafoe! Thank you for that. That was harmonious. <laughs> Thank you. He plays a character called Marcus, which we will come across multiple times during the movie. Um, you can tell that Wick and Marcus have a history. They... they uh, well, they know each other, and I imagine you know they're both well, they're both hitmen. Yes, there's a, there's a lot of ominous uh, speaking happening, and they are talking like in code without really being in code. Yeah. So like, I remember that sparked my interest immediately, and also William Defoe is like a huge actor. Yeah. So of course he's going to be like somewhat of a main character. So I was like, okay, I'm keeping my eye out for that guy because I know he's going to come back up. Because I, it's interesting because I don't think he gets like top billing at all but no being who he is in hollywood you know i thought oh he's gonna be like a main character like he's i i, I kind of like he's he's a side ish he yeah i mean you he know, pops up a few times uh, but they're like pivotal scenes yes uh, where you need him yeah. yeah yeah when you need him marcus is there but i'm also like i was going into the movie and like first time watching first time i saw william defoe my first initial thought was that he was the villain because I've only oh. seen him be the villain. He's always a he's a good villain. Like Green Goblin, is that is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? That's all. Like when well, I think of him, I think villain. Saints too, and he's not a oh, villain. He's, in okay, I didn't see you know Boondock what? Saints until <gasps> many years, uh, like yeah. but recently. You have seen it. I've seen it. Okay, it's he's not for me, but I get it. He is absolutely. Did I show you amazing. that movie? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, we've watched um, it a couple times. I think. And like I like it for what it is, but whatever. We're getting off topic, but yeah, I I don't know why I always see William Defoe and I'm like villain. You're behind it. Oh yeah, what'd you do? Like the Green Goblin. He's like he's gonna pop out on a little fucking floating. Yeah, he's so creepy in that movie. (laughs) He's very creepy in that movie. So I think after the funeral, there's not much dialogue, but John gets out in his car. He's given one last final kind of gift from his wife, which turns out to be this puppy. Yeah. A delivery, to help him, yeah. a delivery to help him love something and move forward and carry on, which is like so sweet. It's like very lifetime oh, movie, but they adorable. did it so well. It's it's just well executed. Yeah. I appreciated this with, again with like you said earlier. Little words are spoken in these scenes, but you feel every emotion. There's every a lot emotion. that there's a lot that Keanu conveys as john wick that you don't often see in like typical action movies like Mm -hmm. you see him crying you see him being vulnerable you see him kind of you know like in bed and sleeping which no action star does no they never they really did kind of set like a ultimate energy yeah at the beginning of this that it's going to be different anyway which is what i got from it yeah i also felt more emotion and if i can feel connected to the character in, in an action movie then it makes it worth it Absolutely. You know, the, the story yeah, feels more Yeah, it's not just like a throwaway it. movie. Yeah. No, it's not just killing people to kill people. Correct. This is why people like... I'd, uh, I don't mean disrespect, but this is why like there's a difference between this type of action movie and like a Michael Bay action movie. Right? Like, it's yeah. not as layered. I mean, well, you could even go back to like Arnold times. and Van Damme and all those yeah. kind of action movies of Absolutely. the 80s and 90s and, you know, even before where it's just kind of... I'm going to kill this guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was good. Thanks. That was good. Yeah, I've been doing it since I was like six. So after John is gifted with the dog, we get like a little very, like it's a very short montage. It's Not cute. a lot of 
Dogtage. <gasps> it's a dogtage. Patent pending. Um, Our new Tajes. <laughs> but this dog is the cutest dog I've ever seen. It's like a little beagle, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but really... yeah, you see him, like he wakes John up in the morning. They and put then, like, on his face to do that. They both um, have cereal together. Which is great it's because he doesn't cute. have any food for the dog. So he pours mm. him a bowl of cereal. Cornflakes. I, I think it's adorable. At first I thought he poured milk into it. And I was like, he I did. don't think he needs. Does he need? Does he? Why? Oh, protein. Uh-huh. He's a small dog. He's growing. Oh, I guess. Yeah. He's okay. a little boy, isn't he? Sure, why not? He's going to be fine. He's just going to shit everywhere. <laughs> True story. So That's after we get a little bit of bonding time with John and the dog, John heads out in his car with the dog who like snuck into it at the last minute, which I have, to, yeah. I have to circle back to this later. And they go off because John's going somewhere. Um, they John's never really tell you what's going to happen next. So you just got to watch and like. He's doing John that. things. He's retired. Thing. He's getting gas in his Mustang, which was poorly identified, by the way, as a 429-69 Mustang. Eleanor? No, not Eleanor. That's a 67. Okay. I don't know what kind I of Mustang it is, but it's not a 429. I was going to I was gonna ask you, Isaac. I expected you guys with uh, the people with penises in the room to know what kind of car this was. So <laughs> I'm highly disappointed. Dude, we just watched Fast and the Furious and I have known nothing. Okay, it's a Mustang. Fair. It is a 69. Well, I knew it was a Mustang. Thank you. It is a 69. You're welcome. Jerry's favorite number. Mm-hmm. But it's not, yeah. it's not a Boss. It's not a Boss 429, which would indicate the engine. Like a Hemi. Yeah, but I don't want to get into Hemi because yeah, that's no, a silly just, word. But um, anyway, it's a nice Mustang. It's a beautiful. Hem, yeah. You know what Hemi means? I'll tell you real quick. It means Hemi-way. hemispherical, which is what they just. It's it's just about the engine, but they just oh. shortened it and called it Hemi. And it's it just, just a, like sounds cool. Yeah, it just okay. sounds cool. Cool. Anyway, boys. Um, yeah, he's getting gas. Not much is happening. Uh, you see a rather nice Mercedes pull up with uh, some of that gangster music playing, and uh, <laughs> I can only you know when I was watching it, I thought, oh, here we go, like. Here we yeah. go. Like this is this is here it. comes trouble. Yeah, like yeah. ten minutes in, and like he's already had a he's having a bad day. Yeah, I actually felt Mr. Miyagi, the next Karate Kid yes. vibes when he's at the gas station in that Do movie. Explain. Uh, in um, uh, so in the next Karate Kid, it's the one that has Hillary Swank in it. It's my personal favorite of the Karate Kids. Sorry about it. I like it. the one with James. But Smith. I love that when I grew up watching it on Disney Channel. Mm. And there is a scene where Mr. Miyagi and Hilary Swank are on their way to um, a, a mes- monastery. A monastery. And they stop at a gas station and they like these like redneck hicks just give them shit and they're they're calling okay. him they're right. saying a bunch of slurs about um both of them. Oh, Asian Miyagi. People. Okay. oh yeah, and then they're trying to hit on the seventeen year old. So, um, actually, yeah, that's a, wow, great reference, babe. Um, that is very similar scenes, yeah. kind of similar setup. Jerry Bravo, you get one gold star. Thanks. When you get 10, you get a prize. <gasps> a gold coin in this case. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, Look we'll do coins. Mm-hmm. When you get 10 gold coins, I'll give you a prize. Go. But John Wick is getting semi-harassed by this kid in the Mercedes, and he wa- he saunters over to the car, and oh my god, he puts his hands on the goddamn car, oh my, and I wanted like to sock him in the face. How dare you? That's yeah. fundamentally wrong right there. No, and he's he immediately asks him like about the car, compliments it, and then he says, so how much? And John's like, I'm sorry, what? And he asks again, how much? And he's like, the car is not for sale. And then some, he says some like... So something about the dog in Russian, ominous. and then he, say, he speaks Russian back to him, which I think is great because obviously he wasn't oh, expecting that's it. Right. Yeah. And that's right. now you know that John Wick speaks Russian, yep. which I think is dope. Kind of in a It's an important badass. note going forward. It's going to reveal more of his character. Yeah. yeah. 
And so Jeez. he says, like, nah, no deal. Um, get off of my car. I'm out of here. Mm. And then, like, the kid walks away, but then his, like, bodyguard walks up to the yeah. car and he's like, have a nice day, sir, or whatever he says. And it's. Stupid. He says it exactly like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> have a nice, have a nice day. day. And then John drives off. And the next scene, okay, here's where we have to circle back about the dog being in the car with him. But he goes out to this, what is this? Like a... Abandoned airfield. Airfield? Abandoned yeah. airfield. Fun and fact about the, the um, what, security guard right at the beginning? Yeah. Uh, he's reading a novel called Shibumi, which is loosely based on some of this. It's about a retired hitman that's pulled back into action. So it's just a nice little tidbit. Oh, mm. cool. Which I do want to read. So if anyone wants to buy me that. <laughs> yeah. We accept gifts at... Just kidding. Maybe we should get a P.O. box, though. We should yeah, we get that in the first episode. But we I also did. don't want you guys to send us, like, weird stuff. Like, yeah, like poop. voodoo dolls of ourselves or something. I don't oh, know. they don't know what we look like yet. Oh, Instagram. Just be nice. <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. Um... So they go to this. He goes to this abandoned um, airfield. Airfield, and he's driving around super fast. Um, Laying out a bit of rage. But the thing that I wanted to talk about is what's going on with the dog in the passenger seat during well, this scene. Someone explain that to me. He doesn't have a seatbelt. He's yeah. Mm-hmm. He's taken some some pretty some pretty harsh turns. He he's he's letting out his around. aggression. It totally makes sense. I get it. That's how he like lets go some of his inner anger and turmoil. But let's face but it, like, we all wanted to see it, the inside of that car camera. Yeah, like, the we dog wanted to see is that just, dog flying. I mean, around. that dog was probably flying. he probably went home and dropped it off. No, he's in the car. No, mm-mm. I think he went from the gas station. Then he's smashing it against the side of the walls of the car. <laughs> yeah, that dog needs a helmet. Yeah. Maybe he, uh, maybe his wife got him a oh, doggy a car seat. Or a little no. harness, like a little five-point harness for a dog. Doggy car seats look so uncomfortable. Though. No, no dog looks them. happy when they put him in. No. Have you ever seen those? Like, Ugh. it's awful, horrible. All right, he lets out some rage. He uh, goes back home. He goes Sorry. to bed. He's a Again, you know, that kind of character emotion. You see him going to bed. Um, he's the, the dog. He's woken up by the dog barking. Yep. At 4 a.m. or so. Is it? Something like that? 4 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I saw on the Okay, it's, it's, it's early or late, depending yeah. on who you are. Um, uh, masked intruders have come into the house. They uh, promptly knock out John and uh, ask him for the keys to the car. And Well, they're looking for the keys to the car. Uh, this is the moment in the movie where you can turn off, but the dog, that poor little guy, meets his demise, which I don't think anyone likes. I think no. that would set anyone off in a course of revenge. No. It 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 makes me sad. So the first time I showed this uh, movie to Jerry, um, leading up to this point, like he had gotten the dog, there was that interaction at the gas station, and then immediately Jerry just turns to me and he's like, "If they kill that dog, I'm turning off the movie." <laughs> he no. proceeded to say was- this at, at different intervals leading up to that scene. And I knew when I showed him this movie, I was like, this scene is going to be the hardest part. And I almost thought about fast forwarding it mm. and like not even like showing him that part knew. because I knew. Yeah. But then I was like, no, he needs to see it to get the emotion. It would. I it's don't true. think this movie would impact yeah, you the same way without that no. scene. Yeah, no, not at you all. You need to watch it. And it is really impactful. The first time I watched it, I was also shocked because, like, they don't do this in action movies. This is, like, for horror movies, you know? When we rewatched this movie to to discuss this on the podcast, I was telling myself, oh, yeah, I'm going to just, like, be cool because I've already seen the movie. But no, it made me cry again. 
it was like so intense. emotional. I'm like, if they literally killed the last thing of his wife that she gave him, and it was a lot. It was a dog that did nothing wrong, and I'm. They also just like purposely broke his wife's windshield with a baseball bat and yeah, flattened, they all, flattened tires. all the tires. Yeah, it's like messed up. They left yeah. it. Yeah, they're just stupid kids. Yeah. But yeah, that scene is really rough. So Do you they... want me to make that scene even sadder for you? Oh, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so you know how they kind of like cut in between it and like you see John Wick like lying down? Yes. So, and he's been stabbed, hasn't he? Oh no. He's no, he's stabbed? just beaten up. He's just beaten up. So he's lying there bleeding. The prints that you see are the dog going to him to die to be next to him. Like to be next to him. And die. Yeah. So sad. It is. It's sad. But look, like we said, it needed I, to happen. You need to watch scene. it to get emotionally involved in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Now we can move on because he's going to kill everyone anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> revenge. Don't worry. This. Yeah, this is about revenge. So... He There's wakes this, up, though. He, um, he gets knocked out again, I remember, like, at the end, and he kind of blacks out. And then he wakes up again. They found the car and taken it. They shoved a bat in his wife's SUV, so he has no vehicle. And um, now now we really see John start to become John, right? Yeah, it, it's time for him to leave his new life behind, in a way. Mm-hmm. And uh, is this the bit where... Okay, so... Vigo's son, Yosef, I believe is his name. He's gone to He is the a new kid character. from the from yeah. the gas station and also yeah. the one responsible for the burglary, which he did with his like henchmen. He's gone to a garage which we can only assume is some kind of chop shop who's run by uh, John Leguizamo's character Aurelio. Yes. He also um, played Luigi. Ah, uh, Luigi. In Am what I movie? Should I not have done that? Oh, no, you oh, can. I like immediately regretted it. Oh, I don't know. What movie Chris, did he if play? If Chris Pratt can, we, you can. Word. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, oh, yeah, you can do that, can't yeah. you? Yeah. Because you're Italian. It's a Luigi. <laughs> it's a me. Um, but, yeah, no, he, uh, he he plays a good character in this movie. He does. He's not in it for very long, and I know he shot his scenes in like a week. But yeah. uh, John Leguizamo, Aurelio, he's the owner of a chop shop. He sees the car come in. He, automatic, he immediately notices... Whose car it is? Um, you know, how'd you get this car? And what happened to the guy that owns it? And Yosef, uh, uh, like the idiot that he is, responds with, "Well, we kicked the crap out of him. And we killed his dog," <laughs> which they both kind of share a giggle over. And Aurelio's obviously not finding it funny. Throws no. a slapping on him. To which Vigo and his henchmen pull a gun on him and uh, uh, kind of threaten him with. Um, you know, like, what are you doing, bro? Like, you know, who you, you, we, we own you. We yeah. work for us and blah, blah, blah. And Aurelio isn't having any of it because he knows whose car it is. He tells him to promptly leave his shop with some choice words. And doesn't tell him whose car it is. He, he just doesn't. says, get no. it out of my shop. He says, get out. Please leave. And then we are, uh, we're back to John Wick. He's off the bus. He's in Aurelio's shop. Uh, again, look, very few words are spoken, but he's just like, was my car here? Yeah. And I feel like that also gave me a clue as like a uh, as part of the audience of like, wait a minute, who is this guy? Who is John Wick? Yeah, everyone seems was like, to wait a know minute. him. And also yeah. like the way Aurelio spoke about him, like you didn't want to take his car. You yeah. definitely didn't want to kill his dog, but you didn't want to take his car. Yeah, bad things are coming, people. Mm-hmm. I also love the this scene when um, John goes and talks to him, and he's like, "Well, what happened? Was the car here?" And he explains. 
what happened. And then it also shows um, Aurelio calling Vigo, which is Yusef's father, and he calls him to inform him what his son has just done. No. A v- Vigo calls it's, it's, him. It's the other way around, but oh, it's, a, it's a great scene. Yeah. Oh, it's quite right, comedic in a way because, yes. again, very few words are spoken. And he says, hey, I heard you punch my son. And he says, yes, sir, I did. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. But uh, he stole John Wick's car. And killed his dog. And then Vigo goes, oh, shit. And ki- uh, and mentioned he killed his dog. And he mentions he killed the dog. And All he, he does is say, oh, oh, shit, and hang up. That's it. Yeah. It's great because... Yeah. I think Vigo being the very quick glimpse you get of Vigo that he's some kind of boss, he's someone important, he's obviously Russian. Yes. He's mafia or the the equivalent. And uh even he seems to have a bit like oh oh shit. I know who John Wick is. Yeah. Immediately after that scene um we do see Vigo meet with the guy which it's his son who robbed. Yes, Yosef. John Wick. Um, I have to make mention here, Mayhem is in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that is very important to me. It is, because <laughs> I think the first he's... Thing, I was like, Mayhem! <laughs> the first time I watched this movie, all I kept thinking of was like, um, I don't know. What commercials he, are they? Yeah, they say, it's, save uh, yourself per- from Mayhem. No, like it's me. not yeah, he's like all the uh, insurance company it? ones, you know? Is it Allstate? State it's Farm? not Allstate. I forget what it is. It's not State, State Farm. Farm. No, no, State Farm no. is Jake. State Farm is no. Jake, bro. Jake from and State And Progressive Farm. is oh, yeah. the redheaded lady, so yeah. Flo. Pro. I don't Flo. remember what Flo. Mayhem is. Whatever. I don't know what I don't know what series that is, but yeah, every time I see this man, Side Mayhem. Note? I saw Side him note? in Law and Order, Mayhem. <coughs> exactly. <coughs> Going away from trying to find out which insurance company Mayhem works for. Yes. This is a great scene because <laughs> the <laughs> when you <laughs> When Vigo is talking to Yosef, he pours him a vodka, and he pours himself one, and it's very customary tradition to obviously cheers. Well, Vigo cheers, cheerses. Yes. Cheers. 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 They clink. Cheers. They cheers. They cheers. Yes. But Vigo doesn't drink from that glass because he doesn't respect his son. Right. He puts the glass down. Knocks seven shades of shit out of Yosef. <laughs> In the stomach. It's a gut punch. It's a gut punch. He pours himself another one and drinks that. Because he has no respect for his son at this point. Wow. Yeah, that's simple. And I think that's great. It's very, it's clever. Because you can obviously overlook it. And I didn't see it the first time. I've seen this movie a lot. But he doesn't respect his son because he knows what he did. He knows who John Wick is. Yeah. I didn't know about the respect factor, but that actually makes a lot of sense. But I just thought, I, I remember the first time watching being like, oh, he's trying to like catch him off guard. But like that actually, that... And you do get a little bit of a John sense. Wick history from Vigo. He says Ooh. that he used to work for him. Uh, he says, you get some infamous lines in this that hark back to some... Of the sequels, you get a little bit more of him, but he says he once witnessed John Wick kill three people in a bar with a pencil. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm watching that and I'm thinking, oh man, this cool like this guy's oh, he's probably the shit. Mm-hmm. And well, then, he also said he took out all of his competitors to f- lay the foundation for what yes. they have. He said you have one more job if yes. you want to retire. So that's a good point. Thank you, Jerry. This is the legendary impossible task that got John Wick out of the life of a hitman so he could live free and get married and whatnot. We still to this day, almost four movies in, don't know what the impossible task is and it's never been brought up, but there's been a lot of chatter on like Reddit and things like that about what it could have been. But 
being that it was an impossible task, air quotes, yeah. John Wick is the only person that could have completed it. And I just think that's cool. It's very um, ominous. And he didn't even expect him to complete well, this. Well, he set him in... Imp- when I think of impossible, impossible, I think of like me trying to run the line for the day. By myself. Okay. By myself. Doing the... On a Saturday. Doing, yeah, but like, for John Wick, it's like killing two cargo ships full of men. Two more, small armies. More. Yeah. Something. Anyway, it's good because it's legendary in the John Wick mythos that we don't know what it was. I do love uh, this scene of Vigo giving his son the history lesson that he mm. so dearly needs about John Wick, hypercut with John Wick. Be- getting like, ready. Yeah, getting ready, gearing up. Um, it's time to uh, unleash vengeance. It's on- time to get wicked. Yeah, he tells him his nickname too, babe. What was wicked. that? Why wasn't that the tagline? Yeah. Oh, it's time to get wicked. Yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, I'm it's gonna... Just candles on the cover. <laughs> get wicked, baby. Oh, he could have. Like, he could have like a line of candles. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, like incense or missed something. opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 dude. They have to be nah, black candles. Dude. Oh, sorry, dude. Um, babe, he, he also while he's telling him the Me, story babe, about <laughs> Mr. Wick, he tells him his nickname. Yeah. Uh, yes. What is this his nickname? Is the introduction of the nickname Baba Yaga. Ooh, ooh, can ooh. we drink every time I say Baba Yaga? Yes. 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 I will also say that I think uh, this is also good because Vigo says, like, you know, he calls him Baba Yaga, and then the son says, the bo- the, like, the boogeyman. Like, that's a joke. Like, mm-hmm. a boogeyman's a story. It's a da 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 da. And Vigo says, no, 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 no. You don't understand. He's the one we send to kill the boogeyman. Yes. And like, but they call him Baba Yaga, which is, you know, everyone knows what Baba Yaga is. They really, like, hype up John Wick. And, like, we haven't gotten we to haven't, a fight We haven't scene seen him yet, do anything. But, man, they don't. This isn't. They're not just hyping him up. Like, he is everything that they say. He's a he ghost is. story. He's a legend. He's yes. a, he, he's a uh, what do you call it? He, uh, he's in the shadows. He is. He's, he's like a, a gray man. Anywho, um, we get this great montage. Uh, we need an action name for the montage because he's gearing up, like a geartage. There we go. <laughs> a geartage. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. We're going to ge- Yes, I like mm-hmm. it. He's showering, which is not meant to be sexual. He, You see his tattoos. You see some, uh, I think there's some Russian tattoos in there, if I'm not mistaken. This is, actually, he gets a phone call after he breaks all the stuff yeah, out before, of the ground. Yeah, before, yeah. After yeah. his... Geartage. Yeah, he basically breaks um, the floor in his basement yeah. to get to all of his stuff that he had buried. But then his dad, the Russian guy, Vigo, Virgo, Vigo, Vigo, calls John. Yes. For like one last. Ooh, let's settle this, like men. Like, or can is there anything I could do to save my son? And he just yes. hangs up. On he does. He does. No words. And like, I feel I understand why Vigo does this because like it's his son. Like his son might be an idiot, but like it's still his son. And but so he, he makes this like John Wick is. effort. But like what he's saying to John on the phone, I also was like, hang up, my dude. Pathetic. Ah. Uh, wow. Yes, pathetic. it is pathetic. He's, he's like, like he's, he, oh, he's I heard your grovel- wife died. Yeah, sorry, he, sorry, like, bro. Sorry. He's not groveling, but he's kind of like, hey, buddy, like uh, <laughs> my son's a bit of a screw up. He's like, know. remember that time that I loaned you five dollars? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember we used to be friends? <laughs> yep. You know. So you anyway. said Wick was taking a shower. I was. Yeah, I don't know why I brought that up. Anyway, you see his tattoos. He's got some tattoos on his back, which are Latin. They uh, translate to roughly like the fortune favors the strong. 
yep. which is a marine or kind of it's used in in military a lot of people in the military get their tattoo okay um i think this is meant to circle back to john wick being a marine oh before yeah before he got turned into like a, a sign I wonder if he was in the Marines and like got held captive somewhere and then Ooh, they backstory. like flashback. Yeah, they like brought him into like the game. Ooh, maybe the but Russian, I don't know. There's the really Russians not a further Marines. backstory in this movie. So no, we'll have isn't. to explore this at a later time. Um he then uh gets suited and booted, which I think is the most stylish way to uh be an action star. There's something about fighting in a suit that is just Looks badass. It does. If you're going to kill people, you might as well do it in style. And it's actually charcoal, not black. A lot of people make that mistake. It's charcoal? Yeah. It's charcoal, yeah. In the second one, he wears a full black suit, but he's wearing charcoal, which I think is, in a way, better. Same color as his car. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, and the dog. Staying on theme. Um, Before this next scene cuts, after he's suited and booted. Thank you. And uh, you're welcome. Uh, (laughs) There's a very nice... uh, Emo- another emotional shot that I like in this movie is where it pans to him hand- get grabbing his handgun off the nightstand, mm-hmm. and you see his wife's bracelet and, and the dog the collar, dog collar yes. next to each other. Because he keeps them both And he's bed, in his own he? house at this point, so he's about to go down and do his thing, but looks like there's already people in his house. I would also like to point out there's another geeky moment for me, uh, a little trivia. So at the beginning of the movie, he's wearing his watch in the normal way you would wear a wristwatch. Huh. Um, and then when he goes into kind of like tactical mode, he turns it round so that the face, face of the watch is on, is on the inside, inside of his wrist. Huh. And that, again, is another hawk back to his military training because when it's on the inside of your wrist, it's not reflecting sunlight. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So you're not kind of giving away your position and whatnot. That so again, sense. that's another thing that kind of harks back to his training. And he's, you know. Probably doesn't break either if you're like smacking it on shit. Probably, yeah. Um, I also want to point out that watch is $3,400. Oh, oh my god mm. you can also send me that too at our PO so, box are yep. you saying it's not a swatch <laughs> it's not a swatch no it's a call send, send two Boosh or, or call <laughs> send, send, yeah or three why not send three one run rose gold though <laughs> For Porsche. Ah, uh, yes, please. Yeah. And now we get <clears> into <throat> the action. The, the first, first action, action piece. Oh my God, it's so. Oh, it's and so, he is. It's also good. He, he knows they're coming. He's ready. He's yeah. in the dark. He it's knows. Literally, he right comes when literally he, out of the shadows. Right when he gets out of the shower, he's in his suit and he's ready. Which could to have go. been awkward because he could have been in the towel. Yeah. I do have a question though. Fire away. So, like, we know that, like, he's gotten all geared up. He's suited and booted, and he's about to start fighting. This is his home. So, like, who sent this round of goons? Vigo sent these guys because he asks Mayhem to task a for- you know, uh, put oh, together okay. a task force. And he says, how many men? He, he says, how many, many have you, you got? Have? Oh, okay. Because, again, he knows who John Wick is. And I think I missed that part. Because I was like, and how many wow, these guys send? are just, like, in his house. Dude. We think I, 12, right? Half a dozen, right? It was at least More 12. Than- yeah, more than a do- more than a dozen then. That would be that would be a full dozen, Jerry. Yeah, half no, would be six. I thought unless he said it's a baker's six. dozen, then that's thirteen. There's more than six. There's, I think there's twelve. Yeah, that's the theory. So, like, um, I guess this is a good time to kind of start talking about it. But there's a lot of um, kind of secret coded messages throughout the movie that are like signals for people who are part of this lifestyle. And at the end of this first fight scene, where he literally takes all of these d- people down. All 12. All 12, alone. He c- makes a phone call. He makes a dinner reservation for 12. Mm-hmm. Well, he, for, 
First, he gets a knock at the door. Oh, yes. We should, we should talk about that first. We should talk I about love Jamie. this scene so much. Yeah. So, he's um, just killed the last person. Uh, just super epic, raw fighting. And then he, you see the lights of the police car and you hear the knock at the door. So, John very nonchalantly just walks up to the door, answers it. He knows the police officer by name. And the police officer is just like, <laughs> we hey, got John. Nice we got a noise complaint. You walking again? And John's like, yeah, okay. And the the cop's just like, so you working again? You know what I love about that scene? I love that he takes off his hat when he sees like the, the array of like dead bodies on the floor. Yeah. He, he takes off his hat like he's at a procession, just like, Which ooh. Out of respect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, I think taking the hat off is out of respect to John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, no, no, we're on, we're on good terms, John. I know you. So and I... Sorry. He, he just basically t- uh, is like, all right, well, you have a good night, John. And like, just he just leaves. Uh, it's very well choreographed because it's very wide angled. You absolutely see everything that Keanu is doing. And it's not quick cuts. It's not kind of shaky camera. It's very still. You just kind of... It's, it's what I like from an action movie. When I was a kid, you know, I knew that Arnold didn't do all his own stunts, whatever. I think when you show more of the actor doing it it's more believable and then you can you just go through the movie going oh yeah like i I actually fully believe this guy is capable of doing all of that because i just watched it i also really enjoy the fight scenes one of my biggest um one of my biggest problems with action movies or superhero movies more specifically is that when we get these big fight scenes, it's all flash and big bangs and explosions. And we very rarely get to see what's going on and the hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, and what I love about John Wick, and it's consistent throughout the entire series of John Wick movies, is that they fully show you the action sequences. You get to see both people uh, fighting hand to hand and there's no, there's not a lot of quick cuts. We don't no. get super close up like um, face shots like for no reason just so I could like see the sweat. Yeah. Like I'm actually being able to see the fight and even if it wasn't Keanu doing the stunts, which by the way, it is, but even if it wasn't him, showing the full scenario, yeah. se- seeing the full scene, that's what brings it to life for me. So first fight sequence down, it's already a bloodbath. And <laughs> yeah. we cut over to Vigo to see what he's up to. And he's put out a contract on John Wick, which basically all... Um, it is an open contract, meaning yes. anyone can pick it up. Yes. Yep. Um, what are they called again? Um assassins there we go so it's basically a contract for any assassin two million if you can take out john wick so you know everybody's out to get him who's it offered to first that's important that's important so we move on from uh vigo putting out this contract and then he goes to have a specific conversation with a specific individual william default yep the green goblin himself (laughs) Mm -hmm. or as he's referred to in this movie marcus Mm -hmm. so he has a conversation with marcus he tells him about the contract and he does tell him it's an open contract but he's coming to him as a friend knowing that marcus knows john well and so he believes that he is most the most likely marcus is retired also at this point is he yes yeah yeah that's why he's like just chilling at home drinking scotch and his little Okay, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, he's retired. All right. So, and we had, remember, we had seen Marcus at the beginning. He stopped by during John He's a friend of John. Yeah, his wife's funeral. So we know that they really are somewhat friendly. Connected. 
So Marcus agrees to take take it on, and that's kind of all we get from this scene. It's very quick, and he's just like, yeah, I'll do it. And, like, no sweat off the brow. So, again, (laughs) this is where I was like, he for sure is the villain. (laughs) Yeah. And then we cut over, and we are now in New York. John has driven up to the Continental Hotel, which I wrote as the C Hotel, because I want you to know, during this entire movie, didn't realize it was called the Continental. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, they kept saying Continental and it still didn't, nothing, nothing clicked in here, but, um, we're at the Continental Hotel. Yes. The, uh, I want you to take this over, Jerry, but the Continental is run by the, um, amazing Ian McShane who plays Winston, uh, and he plays him very well. He's a proper British gentleman. The hotel manager is named Winston, played by mm-hmm. the lovable Ian McShane. Okay. Very British. Yes. Very great. Um, he's not massive in this movie, but going forward in the series, he's got like a mentory role. He's Father he's, figure role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's pivotal in more movies. Yeah. But in this, he's just we get introduced to him. That's it. He's yeah. the owner. The owner of the Actually, hotel. he just runs it. He doesn't own it. He runs it. He runs it. He yeah. runs Sorry, I hate, to, I hate to be that guy. but yeah. He's the manager. Wait, he's who's the, manager. the owner then? Well, you find like out. Like the secret. We don't know yet. Whatever. Well, you find out later. Okay. later. Yeah. Not later, sense. but later movies. We find out later. Yeah. Gotcha. Later. But I really love the uh, Continental check-in. I really love the hotel manager. Um, can you say his name again? Because you say it way better. Sharon. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, Lance Reddick. Yes. It sounds better when you say it. Um, but I really love him. He's just very proper. He's very, like... Hospitable. Hospitable, like a yeah. perfect concierge. He, he reminds me he of. He is. He's um, a great major. He's better than Rachel. I'm sorry. I'm he sorry. He reminds me of Batman's Butler. Alfred. Yeah. He's got that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's very like big Alfred energy. Uh-huh. He's very yeah. like stoic and kind of like uh-huh. you know doesn't do much, does he? Yeah. But he's you know. Alfred kind of doesn't do much, but like Alfred makes everything house. Batman uses, bro. He wait True. wait wait, yeah. wait hold uh, on yeah you're right you're hold right. on what hold on what Alfred makes all of the weapons yes but i'm talking it's been a while since i've watched batman so i don't really okay that but alfred doesn't do jack yeah he He makes warm towels he makes soup (laughs) (laughs) okay i was thinking of like i know who you're talking about ben affleck's yeah jeremy irons yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he does all the tech he makes all the tech Um, like or like buffy um so John checks into his hotel room, he puts his stuff down, and then he heads down to the basement floor to go meet up with Winston, who is the person who runs the hotel. He doesn't own the hotel, correct? Correct, yeah. But he runs the hotel. He's the manager. If any Karen wants to talk to him, talk to him. (laughs) Good usage, yeah. yeah. Sorry, what I was trying to convey to you in sign language, Jerry, was I just want to go back to the meeting of John Wick and Sharon. Okay. John Wick slides a gold coin over to to these mysterious gold coins pop up. He Mm. slides over a coin to Sharon, which he doesn't really have to because I'm pretty sure that the room's whatever, right? The meaning of that in like uh, Greek mythology is Sharon is the ferryman for Hades, carrying the dead bodies for Hades. Oh. So what that symbolizes is he's asking Sharon for safe passage through his journey. That's interesting. I thought that he was just paying for the him, room. No, giving him respect because I feel In like a the way, room is worth is. more than one coin. I first thought. 
I think these coins are like one coin is like one thing. So yeah, let's kind of break down the coin factors. So back at the beginning when we were talking about uh, John Wick gearing up, uh, when he had opened that spot in the basement of his house with all of his gear and everything, there were a ton of these gold coins. coins. And they've been kind of used throughout the movie, but there's no explanation as to what they represent. Well, the monetary I mean, value. Like their money, maybe. Yeah. But like they're just a gold coin. It's the current, and it's 2014. It, like we're not in a different era. No, it's the we currency that this? the hitmen use. We don't see the print on it until next couple movies, but it is very mysterious. He uses it to get into this next club Clurb. that he's going to. He does. Yeah, yeah. one coin. I feel like it's one coin is one thing. In it's a just way. a door with holes in it and he slips a coin through. It looks like a vending machine. So yeah, yeah, someone like opens the door, machine. sees who it is, grabs the coin, door opens. He's in. It's the coolest uh speakeasy. It's, it's the speakeasy, speakeasy we're all looking for. It's the speakeasy you have to pay for to get in. So he walks through this club and uh he <laughs> he ends up going to the corner, the very far end of the bar and that's where he meets up with uh Winston. Winston, Winston the the manager. And you of almost the said owner. I was gonna almost gonna say owner again. The manager. What does he do? Um, he kind of just at first he asks him where you know Yusuf is. Yes, he asks. Yeah. He, he's pretty blunt about it. Isn't he, he just wants to know where he's at, and uh, Winston keeps asking him if he's back. Like, are you back? Are you in the game again? And he's like, No. I've Winston's got something like, to take care of. You're back. You're back means you're back. Once you're back in, you can't get out. Yep. You're in. You're in. Like, you're you're back, already in. Baby. So kind of doesn't really help him at all in any way. You know, tells him where he's at. But well, he doesn't, but then he does. It's it's quick, but he he he, yeah. he gets a drink comp- comped. He's blunt. Very blunt. Yeah. The bartender who recognizes John Wick as well uh-huh. gives him a drink courtesy of the house management, I think they call it. Yep. And on the little bar napkin is a uh, red circle, I believe. Oh. Am I right, or is it written red? I thought circle? it was lipstick. I thought it was is it lipstick. lipstick. Yeah, I'm but it's in the sure shape of a circle. It's in the shape of and a circle. And it's red. I also mm-hmm. noticed he didn't take a sip of this drink. Correct. Nope. Correct. No. Which John wh- only drinks whiskey that? in this movie. Oh, oh. Yeah. is that because um, he was given something that wasn't whiskey? Uh, it looked like it. Uh, if I'm not wrong, even Martini if it was maybe? whiskey, it could be a corn light whiskey. But even if it was whiskey. I don't think he wanted it because he knows there's. He's a given hit the out information on. that he wanted, and that's it. He's done. He's I out. felt like maybe John knew that the contract was out on him. So that's what I thought. I, he could get poisoned I, at the club, and it wouldn't necessarily prove that he was killed at the hotel, right? Theoretically, theoretically. So you could you get cannot, around the continental. You cannot commit business on continental grounds. That's the thing. Yes. So I'm wondering, like, was the drink spiked? Okay, interesting. I didn't That's even realize I that. Yeah, I didn't even no, think Jerry about that. Jerry brought this up. Jerry, he just—he just cut. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to say your name. No, you're good. He just gets the information and he looks over at Winston. Winston gives him a cheers, and I think that's all he wanted from the scene. But you could be right. Delve into it a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I mean, that's just me deeper diving out of nowhere because the movie is a lot of fighting scenes, so I have a lot of thought time. And there is a lot of kind of hidden details, symbology, which we've discussed, which there's more of, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, So I have a question about this next scene. So after he leaves the lounge with uh, Winston, I believe he goes, doesn't he go and like suit up and like put on... He puts on body armor, which is the only time you see him putting on body armor. He straps up though also. He has the knife in his... They kind of emphasize the knife. Yeah. on his ankle and I can tell you about that knife guns. yeah definitely like knife. there's a, a whole scene of him like kind of 
putting his shit together. Um, But I have a question about who he approaches in the next scene. So after he gets all um, suited and booted for a second time. Suited and booted. Wait, what do we call it? Suited and booted. Geared up. Geartage. It's a geartage. I'm going to interrupt you. There are. are, are, But they get better as well. Yes. Can't wait to do John Wick 2. Yeah. Um, The geartage scene in this movie being the first one, I do want to point out it's the only time he puts on body armor. Huh. Because going forward, his suits are tactical and they're enforced. They're they're lined with body armor. There is a bouncer outside, which is played by Kevin Nash, who is also known as Diesel in the uh, pro wrestling world. Mm. Uh, he is approached by John Wick from the shadows yet again, and he says in Russian, "Like you look good, and uh, you know, have you lost weight?" And you think it's a normal conversation. He says, yeah, I've lost 60 pounds. I'm doing well. So reading the trivia, <laughs> uh, he, it's all code. Like P was saying earlier, he's asking how many people are in the club. And Francis oh. says 60. So there's 60 kind of like henchmen in the club. That's yeah. right. Because That's he also right. knows that John, they, they know John Wick's coming for Yusuf at some point. Yeah. As we found out, because the club is packed to the gills with... Um, Russians. Yes, and civilians, too. And civilians. They did it on purpose. They but did. But he does spare this He Russian spares Francis' life, life yeah. because of that information. Wait, yeah. so do civilian, are civilians not normally in this club, then? Uh, no, I, I Sure, said, yeah, it's a regular club. Okay. Yeah. Why okay, not? Okay. But there's just more, pe- more, more henchmen than people. I think would be normal. Oh, and more henchmen than yes. normal. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Than normal. I do love that he tells the ban- bouncer, like, why don't you take the night off? And he just looks at him, takes another gold coin, and he's like, thank you, sir. Yeah. Or like something, like something thank like you, that. Thank you, Mr. Wick. No, take your yeah, wife thank out. thank you, Mr. Wick. Thank and I, Mr. I just love that. I just love that exchange. And he it's spared just the these, It's just all of those little moments in the movie. That, you know, the dialogue is light. Yes. But it's like powerful and impactful. Mm-hmm. It's important. You could tell they had a relationship at some point. Well, yeah, John Wick knows everyone. Everyone knows John Wick. That's yes. what I'm getting from that. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Or they fear him. Oh, they definitely fear Baba yes. Yaga. Okay, so explain to me this guy in the bathroom. Jerry, take it away. Um, this is the Russian mob boss's son, the one that killed his puppy, the one that stole his car and uh, awakened the boogeyman. So he's uh, going to this club, Russian club, as we said, uh, and he runs into the club and tears it apart. Apart. I mean, destroys ever. And you know what? All his shots... Don't hit any civilians. Russian guns go off. They hit some of the civilians. They do. He's so accurate that he hits all of them and never hits any civilians. It just harks back to the fact that he's like um, methodical, tactical, pinpoint accuracy. Like he's trained, you know, for all of this. Mm -hmm. Um, I do want to say there's some great moments in this. Not only does he like systematically take out basically all of the henchmen until there's like a gunshot that awakens the rest of the henchmen. But, um, if you watch it, which you should, he actually has a chance to kill Yusuf. And he doesn't take it, but he doesn't take it. No, I noticed. And I think it's clever, but in a way, because yeah, he could have ended it there and then, but he wants to take out like everyone. Yeah. He's giving himself an excuse to take out the whole army. Yeah, like he could have ended it there and then, but... No. He effectively does take out an entire uh, army. 
he ends up taking out basically all 60 of those henchmen. Yes. And uh, getting out of the club. Club. But <laughs> Yusuf is already gone in his getaway car. Yes. Uh, Wick is stabbed up pretty bad. He is. He does take a beating. Yeah. yeah. This scene yeah. is so brutal. Yeah, like, he gets it back is to the hotel. bloody. The Continental. Yes, he yeah. heads back to the Continental, and this is where he... Um, he orders from the hotel manager, the doctor. The, yep. is the, is the who's doctor in 24-7. 24-7. And I believe, if I'm not wrong, it's the same doctor in John Wick 3, at the beginning of John Wick 3. But I want someone to fact check me on that one. I, I'm not going to lie. They all A lot of the movie blurred together because there were scenes that I was expecting to watch when I watched this again. And I was like, oh, oh that's later, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, had no, I don't know if he was in John Wick 3, but... I just want to know if it's yeah. the same doctor because if it is, it'd just be interesting. Okay. Yeah. But uh, John orders the doctor and the doctor uh, gives him some pills that will basically allow him to keep fighting the good fight um, <laughs> while he's attempting to heal this massive ab wound. Yes. And, you know, shortly thereafter, guess what? It's time to fight again. <laughs> yeah. Like an hour later. And we get um, uh, Perkins, uh, a stop by by Perkins, which we had actually met her when John was checking into the Continental, yes. but she is a fellow assassin, of course, and they seem to kind of know each other, and she's here to kill him. She is. She's breaking rules of the Continental. Yeah, well, she said uh, he was offering two million for everyone, and he said, I didn't think you would stoop so low for just two million. She's like, he's giving me three more That's right. to, to break hotel rules. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. And then also at some point, I don't know. I think we've gotten to it at this point, but the contract gets doubled. I think that's right after the uh, the club scene, yeah. if I understand correctly. Yep. Um, I want to nerd out one more time about the club and then we'll move on. Oh, also. The the I didn't hear you. I want to nerd out uh-huh. about the club. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Sorry, I don't yeah. know what happened to me there. <laughs> there is a great moment of, um, again, we get these great choreographed action scenes where you see more of like Keanu's kind of training and discipline. It's very mixed martial arts, the way he kind of utilizes the gun, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there is a great, great, great scene where after Yusef gets out of the basement pool and goes upstairs into the main part of the club, <laughs> there is a great song played by La Castlevania which is called LED Spirals and everyone is moving in normal motion except when it cuts to John Wick who's moving in slow motion I wonder why because it's fucking cool yeah <laughs> you know look there's no other reason for other than this scene is cool Yusef is running in full speed but when you cut to John Wick he's moving in slow motion huh and it's just it's it again. It's just my nerd. It's just my choreograph kind of like, I like that. yeah. My 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 love of action scenes Re- reminds me of the um, guy who runs really fast in uh, the X Men Future Past. Oh, Quicksilver. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, that scene, like the spinny scene where yep. he runs in a circle in that yep. room. Oh yeah, I like that scene mm-hmm. too a lot. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Me too. That's my third nerd out of the, the night, I think. Okay. But um, I forgot to mention, so before Perkins actually breaks into John Wick's room, he actually, uh, John is asleep and he's awoken by a gunshot that takes place right next to his head. Uh-huh. And it's shot by who? 
Who, Jerry? The Green Goblin. <laughs> the Green Goblin. That's Marcus. <laughs> Marcus. The uh, retired. Ah, uh, no, I think we should assassin. call him the Green Goblin for the yes. remainder of the movie. We do. Uh, we do Willem feel that the you know he that he had the moment to uh, uh, fulfill the contract, but uh-huh. he I think doesn't he see Perkins coming into the room? Yes, and he awakens John by firing just left of him yes this is when i was kind right. of like awakened to the fact that i was like oh maybe he's not a villain because i was like no that was too simple Yeah, because he could have done it he could have just done it. it yeah he was asleep yeah so um to answer your question earlier the doctor was in number three not two no no yes that's not what i asked though you wanted if the doctor played in any of the other movies no i wanted to know if it was the same doctor ah uh, in one and three, yes. it is the same one. Yes. Boom. Fourth nerd out. Yep. <laughs> nerd He's also alert. a voice on Kung Fu Panda. So. Oh, who does he play on Kung Fu Panda? Uguay. Don't know that one. Number three, Kung Fu Panda. Oh, I have three. only. Uh, mm, I've only seen spoilers. Two. Sorry. Spoilers. Jeez. Um. Um. So after. Uh, okay, so they're fighting Perkins and John Wick, mm-hmm. and he actually ends up sparing her life, which. Uh, is like well, he the can't. biggest mishap. Like well, he doesn't want to break continental rules. Yes, yes, that's right. But also, he was being attacked. But yes. like, whatever. I he doesn't kill Perkins, but he does get some vital information from her, which is where to head next. Yes. for like a next big hit. It's not where Yusef is, but it is um, a very important spot for mm-hmm. Vigo, Right, it's a stash house. Where they keep most of their money and their if not all of it, goods. and yeah. some of the gold coins and mm-hmm. um, uh, material that he used to bribe his way to the top. Yes, and so that is important and vital information. So like we'll we'll take it. And he ends up sparing Perkins, just making her pass out. He sees his, a friend, Marcus, and no Henry. Henry, yeah. I don't know why I wrote down Marcus. Another assassin wrong. in his hotel room. Um, and Henry helps uh, to babysit Perkins for the night. For a gold coin. For a gold coin. A yeah. catch and release, they call it. Yes. Which, to me, is kind of dumb. She yeah, wrote, I still maintain this, rules. Is, this is... Yeah, I feel like there was going to be more to that, obviously. Like, they yeah. were going to tell Winston or whatever, but John wanted to just continue with his business and... Yes. I also Deal wanted to I also wanted to know if Perkins and Wick had some kind of past. Like, yeah, I know she's a female, so I'm just like assuming there's a love story I feel there. Like there was but, like, the way that couldn't she I said, have had some kind of backstory? I don't know. Well, she's always winking at him and as soon as she came into hotel, also at the first club down at the basement below the hotel. Yeah. She gave him she gave him the eyes, so I <clears throat> I just thought we might yeah. expand you know on that, but we don't. You know what? I think I think the relationship there is that the contract was already out and I think she knew that she wanted to kind of fulfill that contract. Yes. Okay. So I yeah. think the eyes and the pleasantries were all a ruse. To get him alone. Well, or to, to fulfill the contract until Vigo offered to do it for double on continental grounds to which then she went into his hotel room. Boom. Yeah. Makes sense. That does make sense. <sighs> So go. then we move on over to the church front, which is where the stash is at. Yes. And John releases hell once, once again. again. Yep. And Dest- it's a bloodbath. Destroys this place. I mean, his first shot is to the priest's leg, puts the priest down. Yeah, don't feel too bad, though. He's a, he's a, he's a bad priest. <laughs> yes, he has a tattoo on his hand that gives it away. He's mafia. John well, he starts swearing to, uh, right after. Yeah. He forces uh, 
forces uh, Tim to open the safe in the bottom so John can uh, light fire to everything in there and burn... Incinerates everything. Basically burn down the church. And therefore, you get the quintessential slow slow motion walking away from fire scene. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, my God. If you've never seen that SNL, um, it's a lowly island uh, song, and it's like, guys, let's slow walk away from fires or, like, explosions (laughs) or something like that. It's hilarious. Highly recommend you check yes. that out. Not sponsored. Um, but he sets fire to the church, but John doesn't actually fully get away in this scene, which I thought was important because you needed to show, like, well, he do- he's he not a superhero. Away. He's still a human man. He but does get away. He does it for Eventually. a reason. Well, no, he does no, it for a reason. He does get away. He goes up and watches oh, that's Vigo. Right. Well, he watches because he knows Vigo is going to come. Yes. And then goes back down and starts another firefight yes. on the ground as Vito's outside of the church. That's right. Okay. Good call. Yes. So he does he knew what he was doing. do yeah. another standoff. This time Vigo is like literally there. Um, and eventually like he gets knocked out at some point. So he is taken kit, uh, cat hit by a car. I was going to say catnipped catnipped. He was catnipped. The, the important thing to notice in the scene is that he kills all of the henchmen except Vigo. Yes. Why? Why? Because he wants to know I, where Yusuf is. I know, yeah. but it's, yeah, it's annoying. Cause also I'm it like, is. just kill him. It is. It's one of those things in action movies where the, the, it could be a lot shorter. <laughs> if he'd have just killed the main character like right off the bat yeah because he could have killed Yusuf at the club and then he could I'm have sorry, killed I'm sorry the where? Oh, <laughs> excuse me I can't understand your accent I couldn't understand what you were saying so it sounded like you said it Something. sounded like I'm sorry he could have house. killed Yusuf at the club oh, they but then chose not to and then he could have killed Vigo at the church and then at the church. also <laughs> chose not to at the church church skirt skirt <laughs> Okay, he gets knocked out. I was out. almost knocked, lo- or I almost launched into that Pete Davidson. I almost did SNL. that, but I don't know if it's the listeners are ready for that. Yes. yes. <clears throat> um, he's knocked out. Where do we go next, Jerry? Uh, he's uh, ends up being strapped to a chair. Kinky. Um, <laughs> yeah, and this ain't a fun kink though. Um, he is being tortured or beaten, punched. The uh, basically gonna be. Executed. He's gonna be executed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vigo's it's- doing that dumb monologue thing that bad guys always do. Yeah, yes. they're wasting time. They're stalling. <laughs> um, you get that great line though. You get that. You know, um, uh, something, something, something. People are asking me if I'm back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to think I'm back. Yeah. Yeah, I could have done without that one line. I love actually. It's great. It's in the trailer. Like, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I could I could have done I could have done without that line and like the him just being like just get up already. Like, yeah, I could yeah. just feel a little bit of Bill and Ted's came out when he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm back." <laughs> Rufus. Yeah, I could just feel it. Oh my god, we have to watch Bill and Ted. Yes, we have yeah. to. I haven't seen those since I was a wee kid. We mm-hmm. need like a whole Keanu month. Yeah, Point Break, because Jerry's never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it. Bill and I, Ted's. I've only seen the beginning of it. Um, Speed. This is another part where John Wick remember. does break down, by the way, in the scene. He tells him from his heart, this is a dog from my wife who they died. still. You know, he killed that from me. Just yep. give me your son. Yep, and I can end this. Yeah, don't get in my way, basically. Um, I love say, this scene. Yeah me, too, yeah, me too. It's crazy. Uh, they put a bag over Wick's head and... Try to suffocate him uh, as 
Vigo walks and out. And they almost succeed. Um, yeah, almost, but it's John Wick. It's John Wick, yeah. baby. He knocks that chair backwards, gets out. Well, what, 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 who rescues him? Uh, we all know who rescues him. Well, tell me. Green Goblin. Thank you. <laughs> Green Goblin. Yep. Um, I do actually also believe that I don't. I don't think he would have died in this scene regardless. I think he would have gotten out of there if Marcus was there or not. I don't I know. So. I think they've sold him enough of being this like boogeyman that yeah. I'm like, I kind of buy it. Okay, like, to I would have bought that he got out of there regardless. To be fair, you're not wrong. But if you think about it, after Marcus saves him, he's still handcuffed. Oh yeah, he does end up. Yeah, he does getting rid of three people, including who I would say is the main bodyguard bad guy, who is played by Chad Stahelski. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, oh, I didn't did know not that. know that at all. Now, is you know, that why there are two directors? Very because cool. one of them was in it. It's very possible. Okay. Um, David Leach is, I think, uncredited as director. Okay, I think he. I'd like. Well, sorry, I'd love to know what he did in terms of directing. But you're probably not wrong because Stahelski does appear in the Red Circle. He appears in this scene. Okay. He's got some big set pieces, so I imagine they could have probably needed. Directing. I think that's cool. It reminds me of like when Todd Phillips is in his like Hangover. Yeah, when they cameo. Yeah, I think that's yeah. cool. I think that's like, oh, you know, I, I made this movie. Might as well just put myself as some side character. Yeah. yeah. I love a cameo by a writer and a director. If I can get both in the same movie. Yeah, agree. That's Beast. good. Um. Yeah, so what happens next, Daniel? Because I know that after he gets tortured and escapes, basically kills those two men in there. He does, he ru- yeah. He runs down. We, oh, um, he Vigo. runs down uh, Vigo's car, who's yep. trying to escape. Mm-hmm. And we are then, um, like I said before, he kills everyone except Vigo because he wants to know where Yusuf is, who's the main protagonist. Protagonist? Yeah. Ant- antagonist. Yeah. Antagonist. Yeah. There we go. Um, he started it <clears throat> we are given the address of a safe house and Vigo then tells John that you know he knows he's coming well sorry they know, they know John Wick's coming and he said it doesn't matter which I think is great because I think it circles back to the fact that John Wick doesn't care he's going to get through however many people he has to Yeah. and then uh, again we get that kind of systematical systematic tactical stealth approach of john wick basically taking out everyone yeah no it's pretty savage and the music the music is going with it is it marilyn manson song uh, i believe this is the marilyn manson okay because it's, it's been like played a few times yeah. yeah porsche even asked that right about you thought it was a marilyn manson song i did mention that i had, like heard his voice and i was like it is plays. Yeah, I think it plays during the scene when Marcus meets his end. It plays during this scene. Yes, it's it, like continuing to play. Yeah, this. yeah. Because once he kills Yusuf, uh, for him, that's it. Yes. Uh, for Vigo, it's not. It's not the well, end. Obviously, no. We, th- I, I think we thought that was coming. I saw yeah. that coming. You can see the anger. Uh, so in this scene, yes, he takes care of all the uh, all the hitmen in the safe house. Mm-hmm. Um, he finally meets up with Yusuf. He pre- shoots him in the stomach, and Yusuf gives a line which I think is what you'd expect from someone that's about to meet their end, where he's like, "It's just an effing dog." Yeah, I, I don't also, even think he finishes the sentence. Actually, I think Wick takes care of him before he that. He shoots him right. 
than the head. Yeah, before he says dog. Yeah. I just have to mention, um, I don't think we talked about it at all, but uh, a thing I liked about the movie is that it almost had a comic element because there are yeah. like words on the screen from time to time. Like, yes, randomly. There's an earlier part where Vigo is singing a song that's like the a boogeyman. Yeah. It's like the boogeyman song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like wrote down. Novel. I wrote down in my notes. I'm like, oh my god, he's so cool. He even has his own song. Um, <laughs> but they have. That's when I first noticed like the putting all the words on the screen, and then it happens again in like certain intervals. And I think Yusuf is when I had actually written it down. Like, oh, they're actually captioning some of what they're saying, and, and it's something they do throughout I the just series like the, randomly, the look of it. which I think is just kind of, I don't know, it's a nice little quip. So after John has taken out the safe house with basic ease, he goes back to the Continental to finally check out. His job here is more or less done. Yes. There is a brief scene that I have to mention where Marcus and John are talking. And um, if you notice, like, there's a quick cut scene, but there's Perkins in her car. And she is watching them. Yes, she is. This is important because, again, remember... Uh, John left Perkins alive, and Perkins killed he- Henry on her way out of the Continental. Yes. So, um, yeah, she's just poor Henry. Good. Poor Henry. Poor Henry. Yeah, poor he Henry. got like two scenes. That sucked. And so after this, we cut over to John packing up his stuff. He gets a new car that he I don't know where he courtesy orders it from. Courtesy of management. Courtesy of management. There we go. Mm-hmm. And on his way out back to his home, he gets a call from Vigo. Yeah. And Vigo informs him. It's not a good one, is it? It's not like, good job on that. You know, yeah. see you later. Yeah. It's like, you can retire now. Great job killing my son. Yeah. <laughs> We're all good now. I think we knew where that call was going. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Vigo calls John and informs him that he knows about him and Marcus and yeah. how Marcus was low-key helping him this entire time and vigo very much didn't like that no yep. no not so vigo does what all mercenaries do is follow him home after the meetup with john wick and just end it they torture him they uh punch him in the face several times yeah they don't go light on him do they they don't, nope. they don't they make beat it quick him down yeah but uh he doesn't give up because his last line is, is I go out on my own terms. Yes. Yeah, and he does take out the two, like... <clears throat> takes out two of the henchmen. Yeah, henchmen. on yes. his way out. And uh, he meets his end by... Two shots to the chest. Who kills him? Uh, Vigo, Virgo. Uh, no. Virgos. Um, Vigo. <laughs> Vigo. Perkins. Um, Perkins. Perkins shot him. Perkins shot him. Yeah. Did he? Did yeah, she? Yeah. Oh. oh, I didn't know that. I thought no. it was Vigo. Who would know? Because also, Vigo like, finishes it. <clears throat> I think we mentioned earlier, and I don't know if this was on. I think this was while we were recording, but um, he did two shots to the chest, and someone was saying that's a military move. So, are we saying Vigo is also uh, a military man? Well, it could be possible. They could have all been someone. He could have been what, like Soviet Union military? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah why not? Yeah. You know, yeah, something yeah, he could like have that. Been, yeah. Right. Yeah, that throughout that the movie, sense. John Wick uses the, I, th- I think it's the Marine, like, two-tap tactic. Oh, so it's, like, two to the it. chest. Yeah, and then he always ends it with a shot to the head, so we know that Yeah, why just not? Because it's John Wick. Yeah. yeah. He, he does, like, unload the clip, basically, into yeah. Marcus. It's pretty sad. It is. And so, of course, that means John's job is not done yet. Nope. And uh, cu- af- let's see. So she kills, Perkins kills 
Marcus. Uh, Marcus. Marcus. And that, little does she know, is actually her last kill she'll ever do. It is. Uh, yes. But yes, it is. Because, because shortly thereafter this. The next scene. Yeah. Yeah. She's taken out. Sharon calls her and says, in his best professional and hospital hospital hospitality and management role <laughs> i'm so sorry to call you at this late hour but uh management must see you yes and she meets her end yep they take her out to the middle of nowhere they she uh, did business on continental ground could you ima- imagine if embassy suites did that <laughs> damn if you didn't pay the, the mini bar dude you didn't pay the mini bar and you love stains on the sheets management would like to see you <laughs> Now, fun fact about that: when um, Perkins meets her end, uh, again, this harkens back to my buddy Edwin. It's where Edwin, Edwin, it's in front of the best seat. Beth, how do you pronounce that? Bethesda. Oh, uh, Beth Bethesda. Yeah, the Bethesda Fountain in New York. Oh, oh. It's a pretty shot, actually. Yeah, it <laughs> like, is. Um, it's a you it's a beautiful way mar- to die. Somebody got married there. It's where his engagement pictures were taken. Yeah, yeah. so I yeah. assume it's probably like a really nice place so we can get engagement photos taken. Now. Yeah, do you nice. want to get ours done there? That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd be down. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, so after Perkins is <clears throat> taken out, which they have the the cleanup crew is already there. Oh yeah, Charlie, also, yeah. Charlie and the cleanup crew. Does anyone know how many coins they get for that cleanup? Because we, uh, it's so Jerry brief and quick. It was one, wasn't it? Was it? I thought one it was one or two. Was I thought it was. I thought you said three. It was three. It three. was three. Uh, I don't. Winston. I feel like you're right. One coin is one thing. It's like one body two, and the two, two, dollars, is like two, the two tip. coin tip. Yeah, and plus it's cheap. It, the body, it was like instant kill, instant cleanup, no dried blood to clean up like they would have to do a John Wick. And I know this is an action movie, and I always hawk on about uh, cinematography, but it's a great scene because at night, um, she's brought into like the middle of the kind of the middle of the scene. The you can see the fountain in the background, and then I think four people surround her as a yes. square. And I think they all fire at her. They yes. all do. It's okay, a firing it's, it's, squad. Pretty yeah. sure it's all headshots. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah. I mean, sorry. It's a death scene, but yeah. it's, it's very well choreographed. Yes. Um, all of the fighting and death in this movie is extremely well choreographed. As someone who has like a dance and like a figure skating background, like I can tell that this took a lot of time an effort yes. like the you don't just do this on the fly you don't learn this the day before no like this is a routine mm-hmm. that is it takes months years of practice to be to to be able to pull this off and look so seamless and a lot of the shots too are super long like um there's tracking shots they are yeah, yeah they're long do you takes. know how hard it is to do a tracking shot now add a cartwheel and like <laughs> two uh kick flips and you know like that's wild p i would like to add on to your kind of dance choreography background the way this is shot keanu trained for eight hours a day for four months uh, uh shooting uh multiple martial arts driving 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 thank you he does 90 percent of his own stunts and i think it shows when you have those long shots those tracking shots the close-ups everything like that it's a lot of work it's a lot of hours it's a lot of takes and you you gotta get it right you gotta get it right and you gotta get it on the first and he does multiple takes of these and in fact i want to go back to the red circle which was filmed um 
uh, sorry, earlier in the movie, he had 104 fever that day he was filming. Jesus. Yo. And uh, part of the trivia is that Stahelski was very um, admirable of his performance because he just kept wanting to do another take. He didn't want to sit down. He didn't want to take a rest. Like, he just wanted to do it and he wanted to do it well. Yeah. And I don't think you could even tell that he had 104 fever. So he I'm surprised he didn't die. to get it done and make a great scene. Exactly. So um, the Continental Manager yes. ends up. Winston. Calling? Winston. Winston. Yeah. He ends up giving John Wick a call and saying a certain someone is leaving on a certain something on a certain helipad on somewhere going a certain place. And they give John a helicopter, right? Don't N- they like just. No, he's him? in his Dodge no. Charger. He's, he's Oh, off. okay. Yeah. Is and that's driving? his brand new car. He goes to uh, finish the job. Yeah. Some kind of them. shipping yard. Yeah. He follows Vigo out to the docks, and it's time for our final big battle. That's it. And the big battle is really just a car chase scene. They just, uh, John Wick takes out a couple vehicles that are holding uh, Vigo. And again, it's great choreography and action scenes. He's firing a gun, reloading, driving, doing all of that. You see it all. I like the part in the SUV where uh, we see uh, Avi. That's Mayhem's name in the movie, which I never mentioned. Avi. (laughs) But Mayhem and Vigo are in the car, and <laughs> Mayhem is freaking out. And like, Abby's, everyone's yeah, Vigo's laughing. Him. I love it. Yeah. He's like, I need, I need a gun. I need a gun. I need a gun. I need a gun. And Vigo's in the back seat, and he's just he's like just chuckling, smoking a cigarette or a joint. I'm not really sure. He's got, he's got no fucks given. He's at that like, point. you know, here's one. I think I. You know what? I don't know if he does. I mean, obviously he does, but like, I don't know if he does. I think he's just so fucking over everything that he's just yeah. like bollocks to this. I'm gonna light up and just. He even toys with him when he's trying to give him the gun. Yeah, he pulls it like back a, and forth. Like, yeah, tug of war with the gun. <laughs> Mayhem's clearly freaking out. Oh, man. Mayhem, dude. And then he gets out of the car, which is like, I, I, don't, I don't think that <laughs> oh, was my a balls. smart idea. Yeah. And then the last Basically. thing he says to him before he, John Wick murks him is something in Russian. He's like, dude, can you say it in English? Because <laughs> he's which been saying like, that throughout the whole the movie. The whole movie yeah. they've been going back and Doesn't forth. Doesn't he call him like that. a Russian cocksucker or something? Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Diane like gets out of the fucking car. I also do said, love good luck. Yeah, yes, which is like a good take it uh, like a hawk. Uh, damn that word! It's a good throwback to like taken. Yeah, and oh, yeah. I also love that mayhem gets taken out by a car. Yeah, <laughs> so do I because he he really thinks he has like John Wick. Full I think. circle, yeah. full circle. Yeah. I love it. But you know, John. Wow. John um, ultimately is going to win it all. He gets it down to just him and Vigo, and Vigo's like, no more guns. Yes, hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. We all know who wins here. John he also, Wick gets he pretty hurt. He pulls out though. a knife, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't really think Vigo ever stood a chance. I don't care if he has a knife. No, I don't care he if he didn't. has a bazooka. I'm, yeah. like, I'm not buying that he's getting he out of here. He didn't stand a chance, let's face it. It's raining. Let's just say that. John Wick ends up taking out I have Vigo. something to say about the fight scene. I don't think he dies, but he... Who? Vigo? Yeah. No, he dies. He dies. Okay, I think so. So he dies. So I have something okay. to say about this fight scene, which mm-hmm. goes back to a... It gives me the feels of a movie, and they did it on purpose. Uh, this goes back to um, the original Blade Runner, which I want to say was like 1989, but I know I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a very famous scene at the end of the movie with Harrison Ford's character and Rodger Hauer's character. They fight in the rain. Okay. And just before Rodger Hauer dies, he gives this amazing monologue, which was in completely improvised by Rodger Hauer. And it's gone down as like 
you know one of those great speeches from yeah. from film. Uh, he that was basically said, yeah, he basically says something along the lines of he gives Harrison Ford this speech about what he's seen uh-huh. in the world, and he ends it with all these moments will be lost like tears in the rain, which I think is very poetic. Wow! And if I had enough courage, I'd probably get it tattooed somewhere because I think it's I think it's poignant. Yeah. So in this scene, John Wick and Vigo are fighting in the rain. They're fighting hand to hand. There's a lot of scenes that replicate Blade Runner. Um, they also use the same music from that scene. Oh wow! I've never seen Blade Runner, so it's just like an homage, right it, there. It's a hundred percent an homage, That's Jerry. Very, very cool. I love that word. Thank you for using it. Yeah. It is a hundred percent an homage to it. And there's a lot of these movies in this movie. Sorry, there's a lot of moments in John Wick that kind of, you know, throw back to yeah, other yeah. movies. And that's my favorite one. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. At first, I thought you were going to say they're both sitting down. It's raining. It's very much Forrest like Blade Runner. Gump. Yeah. <laughs> Jenna. No, when he's like, uh, we when he's like Bubba, back. he's like, Bubba's like, I don't want that. Oh, I hate that. I, I, Forrest. I can't. Forrest. I want to go home. Oh, I can't with that oh my scene. God. I'm sorry. That scene, that scene is <sighs> so heartbreaking. Intense. Every time. Every it's time. It's awful. I and have to it, laugh because I'm so John Wick, guys. I'm a sniffling mess in that scene. I can't. I can't with Bubba. But basically, after John kills Vigo, that's pretty much a wrap to the movie. This pretty is much. when we circle back to the beginning. We get that SUV shot, him watching the video of his wife. He and then he eventually gathers strength because, again, he's the boogeyman. Yep. Baba Yaga. Everyone has to drink because I forgot to say it. <laughs> oh, you've only said it like... Yeah, I he ends up, said it. He like ends up wandering times. into a vet- veterinarian clinic and just patch showing, himself, patch up, himself yeah. up. Yeah. And uh, he comes out. With As he started in the movie, right, guys? With a dog. With a dog. With a dog. He ends up taking a, a, what was that, nice pit bull? Nice, yeah. lovely pit bull. It's yeah, a big, beautiful it's dog. It's a big dog. Big, yep. big boy. And uh, we end big up boy. seeing that pit bull in the uh, next sequel, I believe, too. So. He does play a role in yep. that second. Yeah, he's in there. Mm-hmm. There are some more dogs in the rest of the movie, so it's not super sad. So and Mr. Wick walks up into the dark, right? That's the end he of the scene. He actually walks off on the that underpass bridge thing where his wife yes and the video was taken yes thank you beautiful beautiful i just guessed i didn't know no that. you were right yeah well really? yeah you didn't Very you didn't cool. have to say you guessed you got it right oh no i, I didn't know it though i just like i figured yeah that's that's and john wick that guys is john wick beautiful okay movie. i've been waiting the entire movie i haven't stopped thinking about it Do you have to um fart? so i i want everyone to get their final thoughts but the first thing i really need to hear is who were the other options to play keon to play oh, 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 John oh, Wick. Oh. You know this. I Jerry know. should have queued it up, but basically it was... Uh, I know Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren. Uh, no, oh. Jason Statham. Again. My name's John Wick, isn't it? I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, cranked up. I do love Jason Statham, by the I way. Like that, it's a horrible impression, I but I love... I don't like Jason Statham, only because he's, he's the same guy all the time. Mm. He's always he's Jason the same Statham. Guy. He's like Ben Affleck if he did action movies. Yeah. Well, I think you'd like him in Italian job. Oh, I guess Ben oh, Affleck does do action Rob. movies. But mm-hmm. that's great. Great. Um, I'm trying to locate who they are, but basically it was a list of action stars at the time that you could yeah. think of. And again, like we talked about at the beginning, I can't see, you know, now anyone else doing it. No, I can't. What if it was like Ashton Kutcher as John Wick? <laughs> Ashton Kutcher, uh, the guy Michael Sarah. Yeah, the guy, the guy from John One Tree Hill. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray. Yes. Uh, Zachary Levi. Oh, here we go. I got it. Ready? Yes. Sliced alone. Ovi. Dolph Lundgren. Ovi. Jean-Claude Van Damme. 
Bruce Willis, <laughs> Kurt Russell, Nicolas Cage, Kevin Costner, Johnny Depp, and Jason Statham. It's basically a who's who of like... And Vern Troyer. You know... Yes. I feel I like... I missed that one. Sorry. I feel like... I, I guess too. this is probably controversial. I feel like Johnny Depp kind of could have done it, but he would have had a stunt double. Like, I can't imagine that he would have done all the stunts. Ah, yeah. I think he could have carried the role, I think though. it would have been a very different he's, movie if he'd have done it, because... True. It would have been more dramatic. Yeah, or and like he'd walk like he's drunk all the time. <laughs> he's like, ah, I'm Jack Sparrow. You know Sparrow. he's always Captain Sparrow, I know. right? Okay, all right. Um, he's just on, oh, like, one of those where's like, the rum? for no reason. Where's the rum? <laughs> where's my dog? <laughs> I'm John Wick, for your bastard. And he doesn't wear a suit, he just wears a pirate outfit. <laughs> He he's actually pirate. just the character from from uh, uh, Pirates. Pirates, but is John Wick. Like yes. he's he's dressed as a, a pirate, and no one knows why. Well, maybe they brought him back to life because obviously. Oh my god! Maybe it's old. a multiverse. So yeah, it's a multiverse. It's everything everywhere. John Wick. I'm John Wick. <laughs> Ovi. Pirates of the Wick. So, final thoughts. What do you want to say about the movie? Um, anything you didn't like? I feel like we all really enjoyed this. I love this movie. I just think the revenge and getting back... I mean, they literally took his life away from... The last piece of his life away from him. It's a satisfying movie, I'd say. I would have to agree, and I think I will also go on record and say it's obviously a silly movie because the whole thing about this starts from... The dog and the car. Yeah. Ugh. And sorry, I don't mean like silly. I mean like, you know, he's got five movies that are being made about basically what could have been completely avoided. Um, my final thought about the movie is that uh, my biggest faux pas that I, or the reason I really don't enjoy action movies as much as I used to when I was younger is that there's no depth to them. Like I've seen explosions. I've seen... Every, fights yeah. with lots of cuts yes. and I'm like okay I get it Same I don't want to watch that over yeah. and over again and what I loved about this movie is there was so much depth there was so much to dig into aside from the, the mayhem and the violence gun. but then it made because there's all this depth and you know why this person is behaving this way it made the action and the violence kind of necessary to the yes. story so it didn't feel like i was just watching like two hours of people dying it doesn't it, feel it like it felt gratuitous. like a real story yeah for like no reason it felt like there was a reason to it yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel gratuitous it feels like needed for the story which Thank makes you. it a better yes. movie because it's written well and they thought about it for a long time it's yeah. the same thing with horror movies I I love horror movies and I'll kind of watch any horror movie if it's, you know, decent. But um, those can also fall under the same thing where yeah. it's just like, okay, I'm just watching kids get I'm brutalized get for no scared. reason. Yeah. It's like why the first half of the Final Destination series is so good yes. because there's these in-depth stories and you're finding all the lore. And then the later ones are just uh, torture porn. Yeah. yeah. Like Saw. Yep. Like Saw. Saw Same turned thing. into. Yeah. Saw, the first the one, first one is amazing. incredible. It's so amazing good. Movie. Yeah, let us know if you guys want us to do Saw. Ooh. I would do that. Let's oh, do it. I think we're going to I would make to. that my pick. That's a good movie. That goes under people's radars, I think. Are we ready for final ratings? Ratings. Yep. How many film reels? Who's starting? You. I'll go, me? You. Wait, I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was looking at you when I said that. I'm sorry. I thought you were looking over there. And to reiterate, in case you're new here, um, our scale is on from one to five. Correct. One to, one five, to five gold five. coins. Are gold we doing gold coins, coins for this one? Yeah. Gold I like coins it. for this one. I am going to give it four and a half because of everything I love about it. I'm into it. Okay. Uh, I might I'm, even give it five, but I'm not there yet. 
See, I've been giving a lot of four and fives. I do love this movie a lot. Yes. So I'll give it a four also. And for once, I'm in general agreement. I'm also going to give this a four. This is our highest Oh, my so God. I was guys. really surprised because I was, like, going into it, and I was like, this is, like, a 3.5, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just kind of okay. And then when we rewatched it, I was like, oh, no, this movie's really good. It's and actually you- underappreciated. Yep. Like you, you said you- earlier, a sleeper hit. Yes. yes. A you cult know, following Do you, do you now, know what happens after this? Hmm. It only gets better because mm-hmm. John Wick 2 is better than this one. And then we get Halle Berry. Halle Berry! I Halle love Berry. Halle and, uh, Berry. For all you pet lovers, more dogs. Those dogs are amazing, amazing. in that movie. Yep. And have we decided, are we going to announce our next movie now or are we going to save it? Because oh, we've no, kind of gone it. back and forth. Are we're we announcing? It. We have to. Because it would kind be of like your becoming- turn. I think mine is my, we're filming out of order. Yeah, Jerry, we've already done Porsche's episode, remember? In theory. Yeah, so I have, it's, to, it's, I have to name drop it now. Then, I think, you I? know, I think we should because I think it's becoming a thing and I think it's it's nice to end the episode on the next one that we're going to be doing. All right. Now I'm, you're on the spot, I'm bro. Under pressure. Yeah, like Queen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to change it up from this uh, action for this okay. one. Yeah, I think I kind of want to do like a drama, family drama. Okay. Um, I was thinking... You, I know you've got a couple. Yeah. I know you've got a couple. You could always do an Instagram poll. I love a good poll. Mm-hmm. But if you, you want to drop it... You could just voice over this part and be like, it's <laughs> Twilight! And yeah. it's like all of a sudden Eclipse. a different voice. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I could voice over. Um, in that case, thanks for reminding me to do that. I will do that. And with that, my pick is going to be The Rookie. I like it. Yeah. I've, I've never seen, seen it. it. So yeah, this is jinx. gonna be fun. Yeah. Dennis Quaid. Yep. Loving baseball movie. But not as good as Tony Danza in the garbage picking, field dole kicking what is Philadelphia the name of that movie? phenomenon. What is the name of that movie? I what love that movie. It's called so the much. garbage picking. No, it's not field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. Phenomenon. One more time. I think that was it. Phenomenon. Guys, thanks for joining us on this episode. Thanks, guys. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, You know, like and subscribe. You can uh, follow me at uh, officialjerryjoseph87. You could also follow us at our podcast (laughs) on Cinema (laughs) Sit Down. It's a Cinema Sit Down pod. Pod. You forgot the pod. You could follow us on... uh, Spotify as well as saying Cinema Cinema Sit Down (laughs) podcast on Spotify and iTunes. You can follow us on Instagram at the Cinema Sit Down Pod. Thank you, Jerry. Um, uh, Portia Lori, you can follow me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you get uh, content. That's Mm -hmm. not true. Um, <laughs> Apple TV, but that's good enough. You find I, me I, on Apple TV, Hulu. I'm in the show credits. Okay, find me there. <laughs> you can follow me at uh, London Boke on Instagram. You can also go to my website www.onlydance.com. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Site under construction. I think Site under if construction. we keep plugging it, eventually, maybe one yeah. of our fans will just make. They're just the gonna whoops. make. The I also think I should probably look into if that's taken or not because if I'm gonna start saying the website, that's not. Yeah. Existing. What do you? What if that's like a what KKK? If, like. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god! Just no, god, a guy no. in his basement. We can always do only dance with a dollar sign or Z. Yeah. Oh, now I'm just throwing out ideas. Oh, shit. Bollocks. Kesha? We love you guys. Good night. Bye. Good night.